0: Hello, and welcome to Adjacent to History with Mr. Johnson's Time Machine, which is not really a time time machine. machine. Uh, I guess this is a working title for our podcast right now. Uh, I'm your host, Rory McBain, and of course, I'm joined by the inventor of the amazing technology, that allows us to listen to history, Mr. J. John Johnson. Oh, Rory.
1: (laughs) Welcome back for our second episode. Thank you so much. I I have to say, I didn't think we'd be here, but I'm glad we are. Well, we are. Because I think we have some important work to do here on this show, Rory. And I want to say thank you to you for your patience with me last week. Yeah, to be honest, I was nervous. First time I'd ever been on a podcast. You know what? It's
0: a lot of pressure to be on a podcast for the first time. And I I think it's understandable. I, I well, I think most people kind of go a little crazy the first time. Yeah. The podcast. Well, thank
1: you for that. And I just want to say, I'm sorry. No apology necessary, but
0: apology accepted.
1: And to go above and beyond that, I want to do a little something for you. Well, as the sole proprietary sponsor yeah. and, pr- you know, proprietor of the invention, uh, the IP, the invention. Yeah. Um, I want to rename the podcast, Mr. Johnson's Time Machine. Full, even, full stop. Even though it, you,
0: it's not a actual time machine it's
1: not a time machine i totally understand what you're saying when you call it time machine all right
0: now you're not going on some spiritual uh, no no not at all
1: god no there's no god
0: well that's maybe that's something we'll figure out in this show but yeah who knows okay all right so well there you go folks Uh, i think that we've we've made amends here we've kind of solved our title problem all at once and we've let you the listeners in on it which is kind of a little foreshadowing to what this podcast is of course If you didn't listen to our first episode, go back and listen to last week's episode, and that might solve a lot of the questions you have. We went through various periods of history and kind of showed you what this show is going to be all about. But if you're still listening now, I'll just tell you, thanks to the amazing technology of Mr. Johnson's time machine. Not a time machine. Not a time machine, but uh, thanks to it, we are able to go back and actually capture every single moment in sound. All right, you know what? This is a good time for a commercial. Sounds good.
1: Nice job, Rory. I feel uh, like...
0: Well, yeah, I, I mean...
1: I feel like we did a lot better.
0: Than last week?
1: Yeah. Well, th- you know, were,
0: last week was a bit a bit tense, I'll, yeah. I'll admit.
1: i got to tell you, that marijuana helped.
0: You took the gummies? Yeah. Did, yeah you that, didn't take them before? I took them at breakfast. Today? I feel fucking good, oh, Rory. Dear. All right. Um,
1: Where are we going to go?
0: Well, I, we, we still have to record the episode. Okay. Settle down. The numbers don't lie. Vicious attacks from violent babies are on the rise. Are you prepared protect yourself and your loved ones with Mr. Johnson's Baby Taser? You can't talk your way out of an attack from a baby. There's no reasoning with someone whose brain is not developed enough to use spoken language. Tasing is your only hope. Mr. Johnson's Baby Taser is lightweight and has telescoping electrodes so you can tase any infant without bending. Babies have no conscience. Tase them before they strike. Mr. Johnson's Baby Taser. Not for use on toddlers. Mr. Johnson's family products. Welcome back to Mr. Johnson's Time Machine. It's got a nice ring to it. I love saying it. I really do. Now today, as opposed to last week, we're going to concentrate on one single historical era. And the one I've chosen for today is the Dust Bowl. The Dust Bowl of the 1930s was a uniquely American tragedy, combining greed, ignorance, and technology run amok. The myth of American exceptionalism was easily snuffed out in a storm of dirt and sand. I can remember my grandfather telling me stories from his childhood growing up in Oklahoma, when the family had nothing to eat except for beetles and cow patties. Yes, my grandfather grew up eating shit, but that's a story for another day. While many families had their lives destroyed and a good portion of the Midwest was rendered useless for decades, the Dust Bowl did prove to be fertile ground for artists like John Steinbeck, Woody Guthrie, and photographer Dorothy Lang, who were all able to make a healthy living off the misery of those poor farmers. So, it wasn't all bad. Now, I know, Mr. Johnson, from previous off-air conversations that, You are a big fan of The Grapes of Wrath.
1: Uh, Yeah, in fact, it's my favorite novel of all time.
0: And of course, that book chronicles the Dust Bowl and how it affects an American family.
1: One of the uh, really, truly unique things about the novel is that uh, it alternates chapters between setting the stage for what America was like at the time and then zeroing in on one family in particular, the Jodes, and showing their experience in that particular climate. Of course. It is a, it is a really groundbreaking uh, and heartbreaking piece of American literature, uh, my favorite novel of all time. But of course, like all
0: literature, it is uh, a work of fiction. And the difference sure. in our show and the works of fiction is that, again, thanks to your technology, we are going to be able to actually zero in on any family in Oklahoma in uh, the 1930s, suffering through this dust bowl. And we're going to be able to find out how on the money Mr. Steinbeck was with his work of art. We're going to be able to see what it was like for Americans trying to live through this tragic era uh, of our history so if you don't mind uh, Mr. Johnson why don't we get started right now and I've got some uh, ideas of where we can go we're looking at the 1930s Oklahoma panhandle let's go middle of April 1936 let's
1: say okay five seconds
0: all right I probably should have given you a a little hint
1: before that's it it's going.
0: going it's coming all right Johnson's moved
2: thank god those people were idiots
3: they're going to California.
2: Well, good. Let them.
3: There's virtually nobody left here anymore. It's putting a huge hole in our swinger club.
2: There's people coming through here, people passing through. Passing. Yeah, well, you nobody know, maybe. Nobody
3: wants to get out of a dirty, dusty car and join a well, fuck Well,
2: maybe you've got to entice them a little bit, okay? Maybe lose the attitude, take off your shirt and show them your patch.
3: Shane, it's never the guy. It's It's the lady.
2: Oh, it's my fault that we can't get a third into the bed.
3: It's not your fault. It's this dust storm and the lack of people. But also, you could shake them a little bit. Oh, you
2: don't think I shake these enough? Look, sorry, I'm a little starving. My ribs are showing. I don't know that anybody wants to see my ribs. Not to mention that
3: the travesty that eight kids suckling at those things have made of them. All right. I understand so all of that. So
2: you are blaming me.
0: No, I'm blaming God. Wow. Um, well, it's been a long time since I read The Grapes of Wrath, but I, I don't recall any of that type of content.
1: I, I, I will say this. I hate to be a contrarian, but... There is quite a lot of eroticism in the grapes of wrath. Oh, I I, just I didn't get that. A way. lot of it's hidden.
0: Oh well, see, I read the Cliff's Notes, so they may have uh, cut that part out.
1: Yeah, of course, of course. course. Yeah, now, so, people who go into the sciences can't really be re- reading Cliff's Notes. We no, have to actually but, uh, read. Yeah, but the podcast world is full of people like that. I, I guess I should get on board with that then, huh? I'll, I'll read a couple of Cliff's notes. Well, you've
0: probably already read the original, so there's no need.
1: Oh, I've read it a few times. You know, it's funny. I wanted to say something about my experience with that novel. Oh. I I was a young man. I had just uh, gotten out of the service. Oh. And I'd uh, been. Military um, service? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. I'd just been discharged. I was up in uh, Lompoc and um, I was uh, hitchhiking. Okay. And. Uh, there was a novel in the back seat. It happened to be The Grapes of Wrath. Uh, when we stopped to get gas, uh, I stole the woman's purse and the novel and ran off into the hills. And uh, Whoa. So uh, it's got a real special place in my heart. I guess so. You know, getting back to what we listened to. Yeah. There was something
0: interesting that, that, that caught my attention. Uh, their neighbors were the Johnsons. I wonder if there, did you choose that? Was that any connection to your family or anything? Uh,
1: no, I, actually, my my actual uh, birth last name is Moskowitz. Uh, but oh. When I went to, um, it was military school. Um, I'm finding out a lot about you, actually. Yeah, yeah. Mister. yeah I, you know, you open the floodgates. I, I guess so. I had so. to be honest, and now I have to be honest. I know? guess so. Anyway, I, I chose the name Johnson. Uh, As a way to take my power back, Uh, the kids called me Little Johnson, and I just went... Did they call you
0: that before you changed the name, and then you...
1: Yeah, before I changed the name, and And I just thought, well, then I'll buy the power back on that. By taking the name Johnson. And and now who's laughing?
0: Well, I don't know who who those kids are, but... I do. I do. And
1: I've listened, and they're not laughing. (laughs) anyway
0: okay uh well uh, we'll get into the other implications of what you just said uh maybe a little later let's get back to what we heard there in the in the 30s uh oklahoma 1930s mm. clearly suffering in a number of ways
1: stubborn immensely stubborn people i think staying there listening to, yeah not any
0: food but uh seemed like there was a bit more of a an active uh, sex scene than I would have uh, thought. In well,
1: the, like I said, in the, the novel, a lot more eroticism than I mean. Remember how it ends? I mean, it's basically Rosa Sharon getting her titties sucked by some guy is the end of the book.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, I, yes, I never, I didn't he's, find that erotic. He's
1: nourishing her, but well, for some of she's us, she's nourishing him. That, that's what I meant to yes. say. Yeah, but for some of us, you know, there is a certain eroticism there. Maybe we should move on. Uh, let's let's keep listening. I'm intrigued by this. Sounds good we go five seconds
0: I probably should have been uh, introing saying no, something no, you're, more but okay you're
1: good. I, I feel much better this week yeah you, you I feel like yeah no, I feel no, like we're really you and I are really on the yeah. same page yeah. now. Yeah.
0: except for you saying that all the time I agree
2: wipe your feet before you come what in
0: what is the point
2: well what'd you learn
3: I was wrong the Johnsons didn't move well not very far they're dead Looks like mutual
2: suicide. Thought I smelled something. Oh, sorry. That was me. That was you? Yeah. Take it outside. I'd... It's windy out. Take it out there, and the Lord will take it away along with the rest of this town.
3: Pardon me. I assumed, since it's been two days since we ate last, that I wouldn't have to fart no more. But I was wrong. Farts keep coming.
2: They sure do.
1: Wow. wow, yeah, we seem to say wow a lot coming out of these. This is this is some startling discoveries. I, I mean, mean, this is
0: beyond. I'm not surprised that we're wowing. I mean, first of all, just again,
1: just the fact that we're able to do
0: this that's is kind true. of a wow. That's but true. But then to find out some things like, I don't know that there was much discussion in grapes of wrath, for example, about this gas problem.
1: Biologically speaking, the body is going to continue to burn fat, muscle, et cetera, and, and that's that produces going to continue gas. To Create waste, and it's going to continue to create gas. And I think it's worth pointing out that for millennia, this has confounded humans wondering if the farts will keep coming. And as this woman so eloquently stated, they sure do. They sure do. Yeah, take that to church. See, I had assumed that
0: with all the dust storms going on, that people would have, uh, without even knowing it, consumed several tablespoons full at least of dust and dirt and that that would be causing maybe the uh, dusty farts.
1: You're saying that they would have just accidentally eaten tablespoons of dust?
0: Not not tablespoon by tablespoon. I'm saying the cumulative the... effect of all the dust would have been that they would have accidentally ingested oh, an amount that would be equal like to several tablespoons.
1: Standing there, mouths agape, staring yes. out the window, I'm wondering not suggesting... when it's all going to be over. Their mouths fill with dust, naturally, of course,
0: yes. Although perhaps in desperation at a certain point, like maybe they see were. water maybe they yeah. were eating spoonfuls of dust could be it, we, it's a shame we didn't get a little more detail on the, uh, what those farts were like but I will say that interesting if, nonetheless
1: if, if they were desperate enough to eat dust I hope this story ends with them not living because we don't need people that stupid
0: well perhaps uh, they maybe there was nutrients in that we don't we don't want to judge the people of history
1: well I mean who else can we judge you can't judge the people of the future no not yet maybe on season two. See that? I'm hopeful now. I mean, there was
0: also I believe a mutual suicide that was uh that was referenced an interesting in reference as well. I guess well, their neighbors something. apparently, you know, a difficult time for everyone. And
1: I, yeah, I think uh mutual suicide sounds strange. Uh, I'm guessing these are uneducated people. I mean, not not to paint with such a wide brush, sure. Uh, and limited palette, but uh, th- chances are these are largely uneducated folks out sure, there and yeah. Sure.
0: And the concept of mutual suicide, would it be like, a we do this on three? I'm not sure how that. How that?
1: Well, I think mutual would just mean that any time. A mutual could be five years apart. Just be like, hey, five years from now, you do yours and I'm going to do mine right now. Um, oh, wow. That's, wouldn't that be mutual? I mean, I simultaneous suppose. would be at the same time. I think that's what he was referencing. Maybe I he got so. that wrong. He wouldn't know. He wasn't in the room. No. We could find it. We could I go into the room, but at this listen. point... Yeah. I don't want to hear any more. No, plants. I don't I don't there either. There's enough in France.
0: So. True. That's true. All right. Well, we should we keep should. listening. I suppose we should. Let's find out. Maybe it'll solve uh, some of these mysteries.
1: Yeah. Here we go.
0: All right. Yes, we are. Uh, just another reminder Dust Bowl, 1936, Oklahoma Panhandle.
3: You know what? If we were smart, we'd figure a way to sell this dust. If we could
2: market it right... Well, sure looks like moon dust. How do you know? Well, I've seen pictures in the Life magazine. By the way, a photographer stopped by. I was pretty dirty, and I went ahead and take a photo with him. he you pay you? Well, I, I got a little something on the side. What does that mean? I had sex.
3: Did you get a photo of that?
2: I didn't think to ask. I didn't really think he'd want a picture of, of this. Yeah. Put that
1: away. <laughs> I, I like this lady. I, got, I have to say, I, I really think she is, make, she is making lemonade.
0: She's making something. You know, uh, she referenced a photographer, and, and that was something that was happening during that period of time, as I mentioned earlier. It's sure. Nearly a one-to-one ratio of Life magazine photographers to destitute farmers. Really? something like that my, my my numbers might be off Man. but I believe uh, life magazine really just sent a bunch of people in there capture as many photos of misery as you can bring it back and we'll monetize it and another thing often in these dust storms the visibility is less than five feet right so a lot of these photographers what are they getting they're getting just pictures of nothing but close-ups or uh, dust yeah, close-ups or dust it was you know we we probably should look into it more but it it seems to me to have been a real yeah we also waste should, of resources we should
1: probably also point out the very real strange fact that she said she saw pictures of moon dust now i know there's uh, all kinds of wacky conspiracy theories out there from you know the pizza place to uh you know gandhi's still alive and uh, sure all the big ones living in england this is this is are you
0: suggesting that this this woman this this farmer in rural panhandle oklahoma had some kind of
1: secret knowledge about interstellar objects that that others didn't have i just think billy pilgrim was unstuck in time well Well, that's again that's 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 i mean i know it's a piece of of, of literature it's fiction Um, but if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck Maybe well, it's a goose. I think but I think it's s- still waterfowl.
0: Slaughterhouse 5 is widely recognized as fiction, I think though. I
1: couldn't agree more. Okay.
0: All right, I just wanted to be sure about that cuz it's there's some pretty far out stuff. I read that but entirely. No Cliff's notes for that. Good for you. That's a good 160 pages. Now, I don't know if there's any evidence of people trying to monetize the dust itself.
1: I do know that uh, back in 1980, I bought a baggie full of what I was told was Mount St. Helens volcanic ash. And in fact, turned out to just be a Duraflame. Oh, that's interesting. You know, when
0: I was uh, in college, well, that's a different kind of dust. Never
1: mind. Uh, Any kind of dust you're running into in college is... Mostly, it's skinned. It's, it's follicles. Skin. Oh, I was
0: talking about angel dust.
1: Oh, drugs. Yes. Of course, naturally. Let's, let's, let's go continue back. Continue yes, yes.
0: All right. That's fine.
2: Another guy stopped by, just passing through. Had a big old pickup truck with stuff roped to the back of it.
3: Where was I? Uh,
2: I don't know. Maybe you were digging around in the neighbor's house looking for bodies of food. By the way, speaking of bodies, where is Gina, Edwin, Mark, Flavio? Where are the kids? Uh,
3: I don't know. They ain't been back for a while, and since we ain't got nothing for them to do or eat, I just let them go.
2: Yeah, that's probably for the best. Well, I think we gotta decide. We staying or we going?
3: seems like everybody's going, so if we stay... We own everything.
2: I like the way you think.
3: I want to be a disruptor.
2: All right. Well, why don't you disrupt this?
3: Stop. Wash it first.
1: Well, there you go, huh? I mean, I have
0: to say that woman for for the circumstances she was in had a very healthy sex drive.
1: Yeah, I think I think you know we have to remember people started having children much earlier. They didn't have children on purpose. They had children because they were young and they were horny and they fornicated and, uh, and, they and had a child.
0: And there were there were at least four children that they were mentioning
1: there. She, I think she said eight at one time earlier in the. We should go back uh, and listen to this. We'll get we'll give you uh, updates on it, you know. Click like us and comment on us. Oh yes. Is something we should be saying. And, and um, as soon as we
0: get a place for you to do that, we will, that's we will true. let you know. Yeah.
1: Because if you like and click
0: right now, there's, there's no, yeah. there's nowhere to do but
1: that. But I thought maybe if they wanted to know, we could go back and listen to it and find out. But I thought there were more children. Um, but she only really? named four. Yeah, I think she just kind of gave up. like, you know, where, where are the kids? It's, it's heartbreaking to think that a mother and father don't know where their children are. Well, and I also don't seem to mind.
0: This is what hunger and desperation will do to you. From, from what I understand, many, many families sent their children away or traded them
1: in or... I don't know that anyone was trading their children in. What, well, are, you, what are you talking about? Trading in your child for food? Yeah, for food or what? You think there was a there was a high V where they could go in and, and here's my child and I'll and I'll take back a loaf of bread?
0: Well I don't I don't know that they were there were no high V's at that time. First of all, let's let's colloquially say, speaking. Well, I don't even think there was. So you're saying like the general store or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Trading the children in. Yeah. I, I, I don't have all the details on this, of course, but I just clearly
1: not. That's but,
0: not. Well, that, I you, think that uh, what we listened to from this woman proves my point a little bit. We probably could look up that Flavio. I have to think there were not many Flavios in the Midwest in the 30s and 40s. So if we can get into some of our records that we've got, as soon as I renew my uh, Ancestry.com, I can look into that and try to find out if there is a Flavio in Oklahoma in the
1: 30s or 40s. Good God. Please keep us posted about your Ancestry.com account. Well, I think
0: it's, it makes sense to have an Ancestry.com account when we're doing this podcast. Certainly, yes. Where we might be searching for people from history. I think it makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, That's good.
0: They're not a sponsor yet, but I just, I don't, I don't need you to
1: It'll be a cold day before we have any sponsor other than Mr. Johnson and the Johnson family of products. Of
0: course. Uh, we like to thank our sponsor. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yes. You are the sponsor, Mr.
1: Johnson. Well, I have to say, I think this is a successful attempt at just honing in on one thing. I, I was worried about the technology holding up, to be honest, Keeping a signal in one place for an extended period of time like this, I was I was concerned because I felt like if we ever wanted to go back and get some long speech or something, sure, that's going to be hard to do to right. keep the needle well, in. That well, we herd, haven't been able so. to
0: do it yet, that's for sure. So but we just did it. Well, but there, there was no long speech there. Uh, we still haven't employed it for that. But I do, I am glad that you're you're working out the the kinks on the air here with this, and I do think you did a good job in in staying in that area. I think we found out some some interesting things that that were not necessarily in Grapes of Wrath or any other historical accounting of this era. Certainly the fuck circle was a bit of a surprise.
1: I I don't think we should be surprised by capitalism and uh, uh, flashy libidos. Uh, No matter what period of time we're looking at, people want stuff and they want to get stuffed. That's That's a Mr. Johnson quote, and that one is trademarked by the time you've heard it.
0: Um, I think you may want to f- work that one out a little bit more, but you are right. I can't
1: remember what it was now, but it's good. I'll go well, back we'll go and back listen and it.
0: listen to it. And we, we, we will be merchandising some of these, uh, catchphrases for you. There later are t-shirts
1: on. and bumper stickers already in print. Uh, once again, we just new need catchphrase to... that I just wrote that I can't remember now. It will be available by episode three.
0: Okay. And again, we're still working on a website and all that, but as soon as we have that up, we will give that information to you. And I think for today, I think we've covered quite a bit. We've covered the Dust Bowl era, at least one little slice of it, of course. Who knows what we'll be bringing you next week, but you can be sure it'll be a slice of history thanks to Mr. Johnson's time machine.
1: Which is not an actual time machine, but, but we're still going to say, gonna say that because it, it's don't catchy.
0: And eventually we'll stop saying that it's not actually a time machine afterwards, hopefully.
1: If it becomes a socially understood fact, yes, then we'll be okay with it.
0: All right. Before we leave you, listeners, we want to thank our sponsor, Mr. Johnson, and the entire line of Mr. Johnson's products, including Mr. Johnson's Baby Taser, Mr. Johnson's Beaver Poison, and Mr. Johnson's Squirrel Polish, as well as many other products that you can find at your local U.S. post office. Thank you, Postmaster DeJoy.
1: Mr. Johnson would like to extend a special thank you to all our participating consultants, Rebecca and Rich Sohn, and Eddie Furman.
3: Sir Jensen's
2: family products.